Blog Talk Radio. Know that someone's loving you 
No matter how you say it, it only matters what you do. Each day, please take the time to tell someone that I love you.
problems or issues concerning her own personal uh, emotions. And we were going to do an EFT session, and she brought her daughter with her, and her daughter had cerebral palsy. And I could not make any suggestions. I did not know, and I consider myself to be a, you know, a pretty decent, knowledgeable guy. I like to be very resourceful and be able to you know, recommend people for certain things as an advocate for uh, symptometry. But in this case, I was at a loss, and I just put myself in the young lady's shoes about what if I had a child who had cerebral palsy. I would be wanting to know what was available to me that maybe the doctors, because anytime the doctors say, oh, there's no cure, it's permanent, I just do not have a good time believing that. And so I said, you know what? In honor of this little girl and her mother, I wanted to do a show on cerebral palsy. And I said, probably someone somewhere will also get a benefit from the show. And that's what my intention is tonight. And I really want to get started and get right into this. But of course, you know, I can't do it by myself. I have to bring in the scientist. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm coming along as a scientist in the science of life, but I also know that I have to bring in the experts who know better than me. I, I know that having a council of wise wise men and wise women around you is something that gives life more value and lets you live it more abundantly. So I'd like for all of you to put your hands together for my friend and yours. He's an engineer. He's a Chinese natural medicine for over 15 years, former vegetarian, now he eats a little lamb every now and then with some black-eyed peas and basmati rice. Uh, he's just a, a, a marvelous husband. He's a great friend. He's also the director of the American School of Symptometry, and he practices out of Kernersville, North Carolina. Kernersville, North Carolina, but if you're in Winston-Salem or Greensboro or anywhere in the world, because I've sent him clients from all over the world, he's my personal doctor as well. Please put your hand together for Dr. Charlie Abbott. It's awesome, baby. Dr. Abbott, welcome to the show tonight. How you feeling? Uh, feeling outstanding, Coach Kyrie. And once again, you've been so kind and um, glad to be back with you. Had a little break there, and I know you're enjoying yourself down in uh, sunny Miami. Um, and uh, please take in some rays for some of us who are in the uh, in the uh, sun um, uh, sun compromised areas right now. <laughs> I had I had all of y'all in mind today as I as I meditated on the beach. And then fell asleep with my shirt off. And then I came back and just looked in the mirror right before the show started. And I definitely got a little a little more on my copper tone. So, uh, yes. So um, I took care of all of that for as many people as I could. I tried to soak up some sun and some vitamin E and, some, and enrich my melatonin today. So, absolutely. I know I'm going to sleep like a baby. Okay. Outstanding. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, tonight we're going to be talking about cerebral palsy. Uh, uh -huh. 
cerebral palsy has been uh, characterized by uh, some some studies. Uh, the according to the United Cerebral Palsy Association, about 10% of the children with cerebral palsy in the United States acquire the disorder after birth. And they said it results from a brain damage in the first few months or years of life. Uh, they said cerebral palsy often follows infections of the brain, such as bacteria, meningitis, or viral encephalitis, or it may be a result of a head injury. Why is um, cerebral palsy happening after the birth, uh, Dr. Abbott? Well, it's again, um, as you know, food, lifestyle, and exposure. Uh, many, many children, they get vaccinated very young, and the parents may feed them apple juice or orange juice uh, during that time or feed them eggs. And those are some things that, that contain so many health disruptors, and they can cause um, bodily or chemical reactions that in turn will, will, will cause the cells to um, produce um, and not produce healthy cells, but actually cells that um, are, are not normal. So again, so after birth, you have children who are exposed to things, and of course you're going to have traumatic events, just as you know, children or any type of any other type of infant or young young being is concerned. Um, there's uh, you know the sudden um, infant's death, you know, from from the children in cribs, from babies inside of cribs. But you know, bacteria, bacteria. If the parents did not sterilize the bottle, or if you know the, the child was exposed to bad milk, you know, if the mother did not know how to balance the pH uh, of her body and understand the significance of of that. So there, there are a wide variety of reasons. Um, you know, parents, you know, people consuming citric acid, which we've talked about citric acid on so so many occasions, but it definitely can affect the child. And if there is an issue with the genes, then they're going to be more susceptible to taking on or acquiring some type of immune issue. And when it comes down to bacteria, cold, fevers, uh, with a young immune system, children are, are very apt to, to just some of the minor things, whether or not if it's a mosquito bite, you know, so then you have salts in the blood um, or ant bite. Uh, if the person has dogs and cats around the house and they drop the pacifier on the floor and the dog licks it, so there are there's so many factors that we have to bring into account when it comes down to children and, and the things that they're exposed to. Mm. Yes. Um, so a lot of people, though, may be thinking, I give my child apple juice and my child doesn't have cerebral palsy and we eat scrambled eggs for breakfast. And 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 I've been eating scrambled eggs and, and and apple juice for a long time, and you know I don't have it and it's not in my family. And then the child comes down with it. Where, what what do we say to those parents? 
Well, if their children don't have it, then chances are, you know, they don't have the, the gene susceptibility to it right away. But um, if there's, you know, there are people who have received uh, vaccinations and and consumed one of those items that we mentioned, and then the next thing that you you know, you know, they end up in a wheelchair or something. And, I, and these are not just children, but actually school age. Uh, you know, young teenagers and young adults that some of these uh, modalities have, you know, been inflicted upon. So if a person can feed their children um, eggs and, you know, apple cider and orange juice, it's just at that for that moment, they just haven't, you know, the gene for that particular issue hasn't been been turned on. But I wouldn't want to take my my chances. Of course, um, there are some people who, who just aren't susceptible to it. But for those who, if you don't know, then it's better to have a uh, the knowledge and the understanding that we are teaching in um, symptometric eating and living. Absolutely. Because it's better to be safe than sorry. Man, it's, but and that and I was and I was over here thinking the exact same thing that it is 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 better to be safe than sorry all day. So um, one of the things you talked about genetic susceptibility. I want to bring in I want to bring in a heavy hitter for this one right here and uh, right ask on. him a couple questions about genetic susceptibility. You know, um, in general, before I get a little more specific. So. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have been listening to Symptometry Radio with Coach Kyer for the last two and a half years, you already know what's about to happen. But if you this is your first time, you need to go ahead and get your hands together for the founder and the creator of Symptometry. Oh, man, sometimes we call him Dr. N, Grandmaster, Uncle Nardi. But to some, we just call him Dr. Maxwell Nardi. Please put your hands together right now. It's awesome, baby! Dr. Nardi, good evening. Thank you for joining us. How are you feeling today? Oh, fine. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, good evening, Dr. Albert. Yeah. And your great audience, good evening. Absolutely, absolutely. We have a lot of people on the lines tonight listening in. Uh, more than I expected, because I only know one person who had a child. And as I was telling you, as I was saying to the audience earlier, when it's something that I don't have an answer to, and I know it has something to do with the neurons and muscularity and a miscommunication going on that impairs movement, I want to be able to find out the root cause and then find out what are some of the things that symptometry can do or recommend, not only just recommend, but can do and explain it so people can, you know, like we said, we break it down from high level to a, to eye level so people can have a very clear understanding of the things that we're talking about. And tonight is cerebral palsy. Uh, Dr. Narty, Dr. Abbott just mentioned genetic susceptibility. And he was talking about how, some children have it, and they develop it after birth due to certain uh, exposures, 
and then some children don't. Can you go in and talk a little bit about genetic susceptibility to certain things and like what separates people from, you know, from getting from one person getting it and another person not getting it? They may stay on the same street or they may be cousins, but everybody in the family doesn't have it. I want to answer that question first before I go a little further. Oh, um, that is very interesting. Um, this is why we in symptometry, we teach scientific eating and scientific living. Um, when a child is born, when a child is conceived, when a child is in gestation in the womb, you will never know what, what kind of genes the trophoblast will, will, will harness to produce a human being because there are certain genes for the muscles. There are certain genes for the nerves. There are certain genes for the bones. And if um, the trophoblast harnesses some of, some of the genes that somebody in the family who died of, uh, and somebody in the family died of cerebral palsy, what is going to happen is that some of these genes will be in the mix as they are producing the person. The, person, the child is born, everybody's happy, congratulations and all that, flowers, cars. Then you have to know that there are certain foods, there are certain items that activate disease genes. If you do not have the disease genes for cerebral palsy, you can eat corn, you can eat apples, you can eat any of the for, all the forbidden foods. You will never have cerebral palsy. But you will have something else, not cerebral palsy. You may have the gene for uh, droopy, drooping eyelids, sleepy eyes. You may have a gene for sleep. You may not have cerebral palsy, but you may have a different gene for something else. It all depends on the genes we are born with. So since we do not know the genes with which we are born or the genes that made our bones, our muscles, our, our nerves, and so on and so forth, great caution is required when selecting your foods to eat. So this is the difference. This is why if you want to prevent any disease, if you want to prevent every disease, if you want, eat scientifically and live scientifically. You will never any disease gene at all. And I'm, I know what I'm saying because I've helped to bring many children into this world including one that was born just one and a half weeks ago. Uh, and the person knows about scientific eating. The husband knows about scientific living. And they are doing very well. So you can prevent every disease gene from manifesting itself, provided you do scientific eating, scientific living. So this explains your question on this answers your question on genetics. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Where's my? I'm gonna get my applause. Yeah. 
It's awesome, baby! All right. Now, to me, just looking at the roots, when there's a muscular issue, that means that there may be a miscommunication between the central nervous system and the muscular system. Am I close? Um, the nerves are embedded in the muscles. So the nerves innervate the muscles. The nerves make the muscles active. So, yes, they are just like they are just like uh, people who are tied at the hip and you, they are inseparable. What affects one will automatically affect the other. So, if you know how to nourish your nerves, if you know how to replenish your nerves and make them grow again, even after surgery, you will not have a muscular problem. But if you don't know how to nourish the nerves, then you have, chances are you have a lot of muscular problems. Here is why. The foundation of the human body, that, that is the foundation of the human body. So you have to know how to produce electricity. Where in the cell is electricity produced? Electricity, electricity is produced outside the nucleus. It is the electrons that produce electricity. They produce electricity with what? They produce electricity with sodium, with potassium, and with copper. This is how they produce the electricity. So the question now is, is the pregnant woman eating foods that have sodium in it? You know, there are some pregnant women who tell you that they do not want to have high blood pressure. For this reason, they do their best to avoid everything that is salty. Here is a woman who does not know anything about how to produce electricity in her own body. Then she will take prenatal vitamins that are very high in potassium. Then she will suffer from what? Potassium overload. Well, there will be an imbalance inside the field where electricity is produced because there will be more there will be, there will be too much potassium than is required to produce electricity. Copper is very, very important in producing electricity. Look at the copper wires. Look at the copper wires. They are there because they are, copper is an, is an excellent conductor of electricity. We don't have gold in our body. We don't have silver in our body, but we have copper in our body, and copper is one of the 26 essential minerals for the human body, just because it is essential for producing electricity. If you don't have enough copper, you are going to predispose your child to seizures. And what are the foods that have copper? Very simple. Papaya has copper. Ginger. Question is this. During the gestational period when the woman was pregnant, was she eating papaya? 
Was she drinking the ginger beverage? No. What was she eating? She was eating other foods. The foods that excludes copper. So this is a problem. For, to, uh, for a child to be born with muscular problems or neurological problems, it is the mother who was not informed about the kinds of foods to eat. When you have nutritionists who advise pregnant women, oh, eat your, eat your fruits and vegetables. Which fruits do you have to eat? Which vegetables do you have to eat? The nutritionists themselves don't know. So if you want to have a successful pregnancy management, you come to symptometry. As I just told you, we had our 62nd woman who delivered a baby just one and a half weeks ago. And we have more on the way. We know what to do. Stop cerebral palsy. It is not a mystery disease. Thank you. It's awesome, baby! And the hits just keep on coming. We got them juicy, fat, healthy babies coming out, too. That's making mama happy. A mother loves to be happy. Sometimes it's all about making the mama happy. You know, you have a healthy baby, you just get happier and happier. Mamas love their baby. I know my mama loved me, and I love all the babies. So it's really um, important to reach out. Uh, you can visit the website, symptometry.com. That's S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y.com. And you can set an appointment there. Or you can give Dr. Abbott a call, 336-456-5183. And, I'm sorry, 9183. 336-456-9183. Or you can give Dr. Nardi a call at headquarters, 708-691-4977. Uh, our call-in number tonight is 347-205-9089. And this show is being brought to you live and direct by CoachKyer.com as well as RelaxationIsTheKey.info. Um, another piece, Dr. Narty, is the young lady who was um, who had came over and her daughter had cerebral palsy. She had suffered from a brain injury. Uh, and I was reading up on some of the research and it said a lot of the brain injury can happen during the birth. So can you speak on the brain injury and maybe how can mothers prevent this or, or, or you know, make it a stronger chance that the child will avoid any type of brain injury? Um, the best way to avoid brain injury is know what to do. In symptometry, in the seventh month, there is a particulate that we give to the pregnant woman. It makes her nerves strong. It makes the baby's nerves also strong, super strong. This helps the baby to spin in any direction he or she wants. 
it makes the baby to head the cervix very easily. If the baby's if the baby's nerves are very weak, the baby will be stuck in one position. And when it's time for the baby to come out, the baby will not be able to will not be strong enough to push itself out of the placenta. This is the problem. If the if the birth becomes breach, where sometimes it is the shoulder that is in the cervix, that is in the vagina, trying to come out, or is the feet that come first. You see, you increase the chances of not having enough oxygen for the baby as the baby is trying to come out. These are the kind of accidents that predispose the child to cerebral palsy. The, the baby is only how many, how, how, how many inches long. All the nerves are very delicate. And you are pulling the feet of this baby. What do you expect? One shoulder is coming out. The rest is in the placenta. It's in the womb. The pediatrician, what is he going to do? What is he going to do? Now, are they, going, are, they going to use, are they going to use some forceps? If they are going to use some forceps, you know, a lot of force, a lot of pulling force will be involved. And then this is where some of the nerves may snap. Snapping is what causes injury. So you can prevent all this by just getting particulates to strengthen the baby's nerves and then the mother's nerves also. This will prevent prolonged labor lasting 18 hours. Push, 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 push. Ah, nothing. Even you yourself, the mother, you're out of breath. Well, C-section. C-section is a solution. If you don't want C-section, then prepare for excellent birth, excellent delivery. Your baby will be strong to push itself out, and you will be strong also to push so that the baby comes out without any difficulty at all. So this is what you do to prevent these injuries where the nerves will snap. Thank you. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a dream come true. Um, I'm about to bring one caller on already who's already pressed one from the 678-200. But if you'd like to ask Dr. Nardi a question or you have a comment or concern or feedback on anything that you've heard thus far, the call-in number is 347 205 9089. Uh, caller from the 678 200. Your microphone is wide open. Welcome to the show. And can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, hi. Um, I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia, and my name is Zeta. How is everyone tonight? Oh, fine. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
doing very yes, well. Doing um, very well. Great, great. Um, I had a um question. Um, is there is um I I am the um young lady that um went to see Coach Kyer regarding myself and um my daughter has cerebral palsy. Um okay. due, to, due to um lack of oxygen. Um, exactly. at at birth, um, they failed to deliver her on time. Mm-hmm. Um so when I had her, um the last thirty minutes of me being there for eight hours boiled oh, down boy. to boiled down to them not delivering her and if she was at least delivered thirty minutes at time then she would have been fine. Um mm-hmm. I I'm a strong believer that your brain can heal itself or it can heal. Um, that's what I want to believe. Um, um, is there anything that um, could be done to help nourish the brain um, to liven those dead cells um, back? That's my question. Yes, yes, yes. First of all, you have to know that the brain, what is, what is the brain? The brain is mushy stuff that is full of electricity, nothing but nerves and blood vessels. That's it. No fat in there. So you have, the, you have gray matter and white matter. Gray matter is mostly made of what? Mostly made of copper and calcium. White matter is mostly made of what? Calcium. So if you know, this, if you know the basics, then what you have to do is you have to eat the foods that are going to increase electricity. In the, prob- the problem with in, uh, uh, lack of function in the brain is um, not knowing what to eat, not knowing how to remove debris from the brain, and so, so, so that, uh, so that uh, the electrical impulses will be very strong. You know, it's not good to have um, a brain that is not having any brain activity. No, no electrical, no electrical activity. You see, your belief is good, but it does not, it does not go far enough. You know, though the brain heals itself. Well, it is true only up to a point. It heals itself. It will heal itself if it has the necessary nourishment. If the brain does not have the necessary nourishment, it will never heal itself. Never. So. It's better for you to have some uh, understanding of scientific eating and living so that you give your baby foods that will increase electric uh, that will increase that will include, uh, 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 increase electricity in her brain not only in her brain in her spinal cord in her muscles everywhere because if you don't sooner or later your child is going to experience bowel control problems, you know, uh, incontinence, uh, stiff muscles, uh, occasional seizures, blinking problems, swallowing problems, it's, and it's going, to be get, it's going to get worse. It's going to work, get worse because I have seen some cerebral palsy children and not now adults. You know, in Chicago, there's a big cerebral palsy, uh, what do you call that, support group, you know, and 
If they invite symptometry, they will see a big difference, but they have not invited symptometry, and we don't go there and announce ourselves and offer our services if we are not invited. We don't do that. But we know what to do, and for you asking this question now, I know as of tomorrow, you start doing something differently. You learn to nourish your child's brain so that electricity will start, uh, so that uh, the, the brain cells will start producing electricity better and faster. Okay? Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Zeta, for calling in tonight. Thank you, Coach K. Absolutely. It's awesome, baby! And the hits just keep on coming. So, Dr. Nardi, uh, moving forward, as a parent of a child who has cerebral palsy, what are some of the strategies that symptometry uses to cure it or are you with the group that says that cerebral palsy is incurable? Never, 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 never. No disease, no disease is incurable. Some diseases take a longer time to cure because of the mistakes that were made, but in the, in the long run, the disease will be cured because the cell will respond when there is persistence. The cells will respond. For a child, I don't know how, how old uh, the child is, uh, Zeta's child, I don't know how old the child is, but, you know, for a child who, has, who is only 12 years old or 15 years old, such a child has, I mean, a long, I mean, has so many years ahead of him or her, you see. And secondly, the child should never be depressed. Never, she should never be depressed. She should never have low self-esteem, never. Because these are negative impulses. We don't want to treat a person who is negative, who, whose self-worth is down to zero. We want the level of serotonin to be high. And that is going to facilitate the healing process. That is the first thing, to work at the mental level. Then after that, we'll work at the dietary level. Then we'll work at the particulate level. We have the particulates you know, that, that increase joules of electricity, that supply big joules of electricity so that certain areas begin to improve. There will be setbacks. There will be setbacks from time to time. Nothing is smooth sailing. Nothing is smooth sailing. There will be setbacks. But tell the symptomatists that, you know what, uh, there was an accident last night in bed or something. All right, okay, I will change this particulate. I will change that particulate. You know, some particulates as need, sometimes the situation needs stronger particulates, sometimes the situation needs uh, softer, weaker particulates. So it is the symptom that will tell us that it is now not, it's now time to change gear. So that is the strategy. Yes, it is doable. Thank you. Absolutely. Did you hear that, everybody? It's doable, and there is no disease that is incurable. Some diseases take a little longer, but you got to know when you're rocking with the right party. You can't be going around with people who are just treating the symptom or trying to just ease the condition but not actually eliminate it 
and cure it where there are no symptoms or abnormalities going on. So please reach out to the symptometry website, S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y, as well as Dr. Nardi himself, 708-691-4977, and Dr. Charlie Abbott, 336-456-9183. Our call-in number tonight is 347-205-9089. If you got a comment, question, or any feedback on anything you've heard tonight, if anything was helpful for you, if you learned a little bit, um, if you let us uh, add some shine to your grind, please let us know tonight and just give us some of your comments and feedback. Uh, we got about 10 more minutes before we're going to take the show out. I wanted to ask you also, Dr. Narty, um, I mean, it just really sounds, you know, when you originally came on, you were talking about pregnancy management. Um, a lot of people may not be familiar with the ionization process that is used in symptometry. Can you explain how symptometry is relative to the success of curing cerebral palsy and how we are radically different with using ionization, not just changing the food, but using ionization and particulates as our way to battle these diseases, and in particular tonight, cerebral palsy. Yeah, um, thank you. You cannot cure cerebral palsy with that ionization. Let me put it. it let me put this out there. Cannot. If you say you are going to change your diet. You, this can take you only up to a point because ionization helps to remove the debris. It helps to remove the concretion that is inside the cell. I mentioned that electricity is produced by electrons outside the nucleus in the cell. There is debris there. There are blockages called lithiasis, calcium deposits, and so on and so forth. They are there. How, do, how are you going to remove them? So that the cells are able to communicate. How are you going to remove them? And you say you are going to change your diet. That changing the diet is only part of the solution. But ionization accounts for 70% of the cure for cerebral palsy. If you don't know how to do it, you will not succeed. And if you are with physicians, physicians have never cured cerebral palsy and they will never be able to cure cerebral palsy because they are using pharmaceutical drugs. Nutritionists will never be able to do it too because they are using what? They are using food molecules and dietary supplements. What are the fillers in these supplements? What are the binders in these supplements? Some of them more, may, may complicate matters. So rely on ionization. The positive pole of the, of the, of the particulate will attract, attract the negative pole of the blockage. The positive pole of the blockage will attract the negative pole of the particulate. 
pulling will be going on in opposite direction until the blockage breaks down, breaks up and turns into fluid. That is the best and the most scientific way to remove the blockage that is preventing the nerve from communicating with the muscle. It seems so simple, Doctor Nardi. It seems so simple of a technique. Why isn't it more widespread? Why can't Why can't just you know a person go to the doctor and the doctor say, "I'm going to ionize you." Well, it depends on it depends on the school the person attended. Medical school does not know anything about ionization because the purpose of medical school is to teach symptom treatment with pharmaceutical drugs, surgery, or injections. That is the purpose of medical school. So they are children of physicians who are autistic. They are children of physicians who have physicians who have, who was even suffering from cerebral palsy, and there's nothing they can do about it. Symptometry is a, has a different school, the American School of Symptometry where we teach the scientific process of ionization, otherwise called as electrolytic dissociation. So we do good job in symptometry. So you may say, okay, it is new, give it 100 years to, to grow, but you may not be around 100 years from now. Why don't you enjoy it now? Thank you. Mm. Gotta enjoy it right now. And the hits just keep on coming. Dr. Abbott, I know you've been over there listening and uh, rubbing your palms together. What are your thoughts tonight on uh, on tonight's topic and tonight's show and some of the jewels and tools that Dr. Nardi has dropped? Hey, Coach. Yeah, yes, I mean, I'm here. Okay, very good, very good. Yeah, I think it's an excellent show because this right here opens up the the door for people to, to start to having forethought on what to do when they're on, when they decide they want to start a family or perhaps someone conceives that way the information will be available because we're teaching this in symptometry and it, you know, it's, it's information and we're talking about it here on coach Kyrie's show. And I think it's an excellent show and I'm glad that the topic came up. And thankfully for you and your travels, you've come across people with certain conditions that need to be addressed because someone may know a distant friend or even a next door neighbor who may have, you know, be dealing with a um, current situation like that. So I'm, uh, I, I thought it was very, a very good show tonight. And um, of course, we're going to always have good shows because things just keep on coming up and we have to solve problems. And that's ultimately what we're here for is to solve those problems. And uh, we teach that at um, the American School of Symptometry. And you can go to, people can go to uh, org and find out um, how to find out about this applied therapeutic science. I know... Uh... Dr. Nardi, that you teach a six-month health certification course in symptometry. Would you recommend that to any parents of any children that are suffering from 
cerebral palsy? And would it be of any benefit for them to even take the six month course? Yes, I would I would, I would recommend it because this requires scientific eating, scientific living, and that will be beneficial not only to the child who has cerebral palsy, but also to the parents. Then they will realize that, oh, my God, I'll be feeding my child the wrong food. Oh, my God, it's my fault. Don't, be, don't feel guilty. We are just giving you new information so that you do things differently and get results. Get results. The American School of Symptometry is the only school, is the only school where you have to prove that you can cure diseases before you get your license. That is the only school. No other school on earth does that. So here at American School of Symptometry, if you are a six-month, if you are a six-month student, a student for the six-month program, you will not. You, know, you will not have to prove that you can cure diseases before you get your certificate. In your situation, you have to prove that you understand principles underlining curing is proven. That is all you need. And then when you enroll to, for the, in the degree program or in the associate degree program, more doors will be open to you. So it's a step-by-step process. Thank you. Ooh, you all heard it. And if you want to get information on how to get into the next session of the six-month health certification course, you can go over to the website that Dr. Abbott recommended earlier, www.americanschoolofsymptometry.org. Please, please, please receive the benefit. Do yourself a favor. Do yourselves a favor. Do your family a favor. Do the family that's coming after you a favor. Don't beat yourself up, just like you said. There is help out here, and it's available for us. As I always say, symptometry is the best health care you've never heard of. <laughs> so this is meant for the, you know, for the population of the planet Earth to embrace no matter what your current dietary habits are, no matter what your current culture base is, or any of that, symptometry is here to help. But the train has also left the station. You know, we are making strides every day, every day. Dr. Nardi, have you done any new research? Have you come up with anything new lately, or, or are you just chilling on information that you got six months ago? Oh, at the moment, at the moment, uh, the, the, the prescriptions are so many. The people, are, people are calling in, and they want the, uh, the conditions to be to be to be solved. And uh, I don't have the time to go to to, the, to do more lab work. No, so far, I am just, you know, uh, taking out the boxes that were that where information had been stored for 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 a long time. I'm dusting them off and I'm putting them to use right now. That's what I'm doing. Thank you. Mm, thank you. Thank you. I think we're going to, uh, whew, I've been avoiding this one for about three or four months, uh, Dr. Abbott and Dr. Nardi. I know that you had got some, some scientific findings from a Japanese scientist on tea. Is, is that correct? 
Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but uh, uh, I'm still putting some finishing touches to it, and uh, uh, all this will come at, at a later date. Yes, yes. So the, the 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 answer to your question is yes. Okay, okay. So is 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 two weeks too short to uh to at least do a part one because a lot of peace a lot of tea drinkers out here and you know you know maybe it may take more it's gonna take more than one show. You think we may can give them a little bit in about two weeks? Um, I cannot guarantee, as I said, because because honestly, uh, <laughs> uh, the the. Um, the harvest, you know, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. You know, so I just want to, I just want to, 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 to help them as quickly as possible. So maybe I cannot guarantee. You know, I may, I may, I may get to it. I may not get to it. So I don't want anybody. I don't want to raise any hopes out there. Okay, okay, okay. What, what has been, what has been one of the most prevalent? Conditions that people have been calling sometimeery for to uh, to receive assistance on in the last sixty or ninety days, or just let's just say for the year two thousand fifteen. What have you seen? Oh, you know, it's a wide array, wide array of uh, issues. I mean, uh, all kinds, all kinds. You know, now we have babies, you know, child, babies who. who who were not even born under symptometry, you know, but uh, who whose parents are calling, whose parents are calling. Another one is vaccination. You know, they don't want their children to be vaccinated. Instead, they want the children's immune system to be boosted. Uh, now we have many parents who 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 are who have opted uh, for, for 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 this for this uh, uh, protection. You know. So, in fact, uh, I will not say that there is one that 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 trumps all, but uh, all I will say is that uh, people are now waking up. People are now realizing that uh, there is something scientific, something natural, something that is better than just symptom treatment with pharmaceutical drugs, and uh, they are knocking on the door. All right, I appreciate that. I will, but I will have something interesting. I'm absolutely sure. There's never, like you said, there's never a shortage of research. There's, there's never a shortage of topics to cover here on Sometimeetry Radio as we put forth our best foot, our right and left foot, in order to help as many people as we can in our fight to bring health, healing, and harmony to the planet. I'll give myself a big round of applause on that one right there. It's awesome, baby! This is a dream come true. And the hits just keep on coming. I want to thank everyone who joined the show tonight, uh, my esteemed guests and colleagues, uh, Dr. Maxwell Narty, as well as Dr. Charlie Abbott. Their contact numbers, respectively, Dr. Abbott is 336-456-9183. I know some of y'all out here listening, like, you always giving out his number. That's right. I want I, I want him to just to, to be worked. Just like people are always giving out my number, they want an astrology reading or they want to get some coaching or some uh, emotional freedom technique or all types of things, business business coaching. That's right. We're supposed to be used, not misused or not abused. We're supposed to be used. So please, please, please reach out to these brothers, these scientists, these very wise men, and get some answers. Uh, the number at headquarters for Dr. Nardi is 708-691-691. 4977 
and the website is symptometry.com and symptometryofnorthcarolina.org. I want to thank each and every one for, for, of you for coming out tonight, and we will talk with you soon. Peace, love, and protection. Peace. Let's celebrate.